Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Week four, Sunday of the NFL season is in the books. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air. Follow us all at VSIN live a quarter of the season. Almost through. We have uh, week four. We'll wrap up with Monday night football, the Raiders and the chargers from LA. And it's not the traditional quarter because it's a 17 game schedule. It's not 16 anymore. After four weeks of a 16 game schedule, we were officially at the quarter mark. And what you do in terms of breaking down an NFL season, usually is you break it down into the quarters. You evaluate the teams every four weeks. And we could start to do that here a little bit, but understand that there is that extra game in this schedule. And what an exciting Sunday it was, and it finished off with Sunday Night Football, an exciting game between the Patriots and the Buccaneers in Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. And I actually think Mac Jones stole the show from Tom Brady in that game. Mac Jones played very well did much better under pressure than he did uh, in uh, his prior starts. But it was Tom Brady and the Bucks who got the victory. Mac Jones and the Patriots who got the cover. Uh, several underdogs did handle their business on this Sunday. Road teams, according to our guy Dave Tooley, road teams went 9-5 and five straight up, 8-6 and six against the spread. Road teams uh, lead nine and six straight up and ATS in week four uh, and on the season, 33 and 29 straight up. We had that neutral site game that was in Jacksonville. 
and 35 and 27 against the spread. So that's where you're going to have uh, the road teams doing so well to start this season. Uh, on Sunday, over-unders did split 7-7. Seven and seven. So 7-7 seven and seven on Sunday, the uh, overs, so no real advantage there. Uh, in terms of the underdogs, let's take a look at the results here from this Sunday. It started off with Washington handling their business. Uh, this line was, you know, it was small. It kind of went back and forth, and, and it wound up uh, being just a one-point spread here. Uh, and it was Washington who gets the win. They are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They cover with a 34-30 victory over Atlanta. So they covered that one, the favorite winning in that game. As we go through the rest of the schedule, it was the Bills dominating as a 17-point favorite, a 40-0 victory over Davis Mills and the Texans. The Bears covered as a three-point favorite over the Lions. The Cowboys covered as a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Panthers. The Colts were slight underdogs. They win outright against the Dolphins. The Browns were a small favorite in Minnesota. They win 14-7. The Giants, a touchdown underdog, go into New Orleans and win outright in overtime 27-21. The Jets, little less than a touchdown underdog, get their first win of the season also in overtime, beating the Titans. The Chiefs covered against the Eagles. That was my pick, uh, written on vcin.com as the best bet for myself. Uh, they win 42-30. They cover the touchdown line. The Cardinals were an underdog against the Rams. They win 37-20. Seahawks, slight underdog in San Francisco. They win 28-21. Ravens, this was the interesting line that was actually Ravens plus one, and then it flipped to Ravens minus one. Ravens dominate 23-7 over the Broncos. Packers cover as a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Steelers. And the Patriots cover as the heavy underdog against the Buccaneers. So, a lot of interesting results. None so probably more interesting than the Jets and the Giants both winning on the same day. In fact, get this. The Yankees also won on Sunday in their final game of the regular season against the Tampa Bay Rays. That sets them up in the wild card. We're going to get to Major League Baseball coming up a little later on in the program. But it's the first time... In 12 years that the Yankees, Jets, and Giants all won on the same day. In that season, in 2009, the Jets went to the AFC Championship game, Yankees won the World Series, and when the Giants won, they were in the midst of a 5-0 and start to their season under Eli Manning. So a little bit of history there for the New York teams. Let's take a look at uh, the look-ahead lines for this next week, week five in the NFL. And some of these lines are interesting. We'll start with Thursday night football, which will kick off week five. It'll be the LA Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams coming off a loss to the Arizona Cardinals. The Seahawks coming off a win against the San Francisco 49ers. That line is Rams minus one. The Jets coming off their first win of the season. Congratulations. They go to Atlanta. Actually, no, that game is in London against the Atlanta Falcons. Bright and early, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time from Tottenham Stadium uh, in London 
and the Falcons, a three-and-a-half-point favorite in London over the Jets. The uh, Eagles, who lost to the Chiefs, will take on the Panthers, who lost to the Cowboys. Panthers, four-point home favorites. Packers, fresh off their win against the Steelers, take on the Bengals, who won on Thursday night over the Jaguars. Packers, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The Saints coming off the loss against the Giants, against Washington, coming off their win over Atlanta. And the Saints are a slim one-point favorite on the road at Washington. The Lions, who uh, had three chances to score in the first half. There were three possessions in the first half that they were inside the 10-yard line. They had first and goal on three separate possessions against the Bears. They go fumble, turnover on downs, and fumble. They lose the game to the the Chicago Bears. The Vikings, who lost to the Browns. The Vikings, eight-point favorites at home against the Lions. The Giants feeling good about themselves uh, with the win. Another road cover. The Giants have been very good on the road with Daniel Jones at quarterback. They are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas coming off that victory over the Panthers. 49ers, uh, who just lost to the Seahawks, take on the 4-0 Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. And who knows, could be Trey Lance getting his first start with uh, Garoppolo banged up. Cardinals, five-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. The Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Uh, I believe this is a uh, AFC Championship game rematch. The Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. The Chiefs are a three-point favorite at home. The Buffalo Bills with another convincing victory here on Sunday. Uh, They got the best point differential right now in the NFL Do the Buffalo Bills at plus 90 points. Now, when you win games by scores of 40 to nothing and 35 to nothing, that's going to help your point differential. And then Monday Night Football will conclude Week 5. It is the Colts on the road against the Ravens. Baltimore is a seven-point favorite. Uh, Week 4, though, will conclude with Monday Night Football from L.A. The Chargers a a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Vegas Raiders. And the Raiders right now at uh, 3-0 on the season are the only other undefeated team in the NFL besides the Arizona Cardinals. So if the Raiders lose, it will be the Cardinals, and that's it, as the only undefeated team in the NFL. As far as winless teams, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions with the Jets and the Giants both getting their first victories of the season here on Sunday. So that's for your your wins and losses. And I mentioned the Buffalo Bills with the best point differential through the first four weeks at plus 90. Uh, The Raiders, they're not going to get there unless it's an absolute, (laughs) I mean, a historic blowout. But they're plus 18, so the Raiders can't get there. Uh, The Chargers can't get there uh, either. So it'll be the Buffalo Bills after the first four weeks of the season with the best point differential in the NFL. As far as the team with the worst point differential in the NFL after four weeks, it's a close one but it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons at minus 50 at minus 49 or 47, excuse Yeah. Minus 49, the Houston Texans. And then at minus 47, both the Miami dolphins and the New York jets. Uh, Those are your worst point differentials in the NFL, two divisions 
have all four teams with positive point differentials. That's the AFC West, and that's the Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs. So four very good teams. And I'll give you an, I'll give you one other guess as to who uh, else has the division with all four teams in a positive point differential. Yes, you're correct. It's the NFC West as well. The NFC West with the four no Cardinals, three and one Rams, two and two Seahawks, two and two 49ers. Uh, some would say that that's the best division in football, and it would be hard to argue about that fact right now. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, and 49ers, uh, the best division in football. Uh, coming up next, we are going to go through uh, these results from Sunday, break down the games, talk about exactly what happened and how we project these teams to look moving forward. Plus, we'll get to the college football, look at headlines for the upcoming week in college football. And yes, the Major League Baseball postseason is here. We'll take a look back at the regular season and who went over or under their win total and props as well. Let me tell you about Indeed. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. You follow all of us here at VEASAN at VEASAN Live. And head to VEASAN.com to find out all the ways that you can view us, whether it's YouTube TV, Sling, Fubo, etc. Plenty of ways to watch and listen to VEASAN. I'm Scott Seidenberg. More of The Look Ahead coming up next here on the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. That's my game, bro. <laughs>
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus Package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vcin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vcin. Scott Seidenberg back here with you, the look ahead here on the Sports Betting Network. I want to get to the injury report from this week for Sunday in the NFL because there are some that will have impact on these games coming up next week in Week 5. For the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo left the game with a calf injury. Trey Lance came in, and he threw two touchdown passes, and it looks like Trey Lance could get his first career start next week uh, for the 49ers because Jimmy Garoppolo said that he anticipates being out a couple of weeks. He will have an MRI on his calf on Monday, but... If he himself feels like it's going to be a couple of weeks, then it's probably going to be a couple of weeks. The 49ers currently five-and-a-half-point underdogs at the 4-0 Arizona Cardinals. Elsewhere, Teddy Bridgewater left the game with a concussion for the Denver Broncos. He will have to go through the entire protocol and go through all the steps uh, before he's able to resume practice and then play next week. Uh, If he cannot go, Drew Locke will get the start for the Broncos next week. Um, There's no line on the Broncos game just yet because of that fact. Because, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Broncos are at the Steelers next week. So no line on that game just yet. Don't know who's going to be the quarterback uh, if it's going to be Bridgewater or Drew Locke. Other injuries around the NFL uh, in terms of, you know, players that have an impact. Um, eh, Let's see. We know Jason Pierre-Paul didn't play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's okay. A.J. Brown didn't play for the Titans. Um, 
So that's about it for the major injuries coming out of the week four games. Some of the rest of the updates were just kind of updates on players that we already know that didn't play in week four, like Julio Jones and like A.J. Brown for the Tennessee Titans, who lost to the Jets. Yeah, that one didn't see uh, coming, if you will. And in that game, uh, with the Jets losing, excuse me, with the Jets winning, certainly knocked people out of their survivor pools. As far as the Circa survivor, there were 151 entries on the Tennessee Titans, but there were 409 entries on the Saints. And the Saints losing to the Giants combined with the Titans losing to the Jets, and you're looking at 560 entrances lost in the Circa Survivor Pool. Uh, In fact, if you add them up total with the teams that lost here, let's see, uh, other ones that were high, mm, that's about it, because the Bills were the most selected team, the Bengals were the second most selected team, followed by the Saints, Titans, Chiefs, Packers, Bucks, and then the rest of the teams were in single digits. So, 560 entries lost in Circa Survivor, and that means they're just down to probably little over 2,000 entries left. So it might be half the pool that what it started with. If it started with over 4,000, then we're down, down to almost 2,000. That is just wild. As far as the Circa Millions top consensus picks, so five top consensus picks, how did they do? Here on this week for Sunday, the the most picked game was the Bucks minus six and a half, and they did not cover. The second most selected game was the Seahawks at plus three, and they won outright. The third most selected game, the Ravens at plus one, because when the circle lines came out, it was at plus one. Didn't matter, plus one, minus one. Ravens won, and they covered that one. The fourth most selected game, the Minnesota Vikings at plus two. They did not cover. And the fifth most selected game, the Chargers at minus three, yet to be determined. So as it stands right now, two wins and two losses out of the five consensus picks with one still to be determined in the Chargers at minus three. There was a couple of selections that were close to being top consensus picks, but just barely missed out, and that would be the Chiefs at minus seven. Well, they wound up covering that. Uh, Another highly selected team was the Packers at minus six and a half. They covered that. Then you had the Jets were a very highly selected team at plus seven, and the Giants highly selected as well at plus seven and a half. And both of those won outright for their first win. So those are the results there as far as the Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor Pool and the consensus picks for uh, both of those. Let's take a look now at these games and uh, what can we take from them that we project forward to what, what we can expect coming up in Week 6. Well, let's start with this Week 6 schedule and we'll start with the Thursday night game. And the Thursday night game is going to feature the Rams and the Seahawks. Looking at the way that the Rams played in this game against the Cardinals, their secondary 
showed a lot of of weaknesses, and I'm concerned because of the way that Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett like to attack down the field, that there's going to be opportunities for this Seahawks team to throw the ball down the field against the Rams secondary. You know, A.J. Green had a 41-yard catch. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a 25-yard catch. Um, and then the the rushing attack, I mean, Chase Edmonds, he had the long 54-yard run. Uh, he finished with 120 yards. In total, Kyler Murray passed for 268 yards and two touchdowns. Kyler Murray also ran for 39 yards. And uh, Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray are, are kind of similar in the way that they could elude the pass rush and extend plays. And the Rams seem to have a problem wrapping up Kyler Murray here. If they have a similar problem with Russell Wilson, they're going to lose this football game. Playing in Seattle is always difficult. Uh, The Seahawks, meanwhile, looked very good against the 49ers. Russell Wilson threw three touchdowns. um, Didn't have to throw that, or he had uh, two, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. He didn't have to do much uh, through the air, he only threw for 149 yards. And, in fact, there wasn't a lot of yardage to be had in this game. But they did enough to win. And I don't think the outcome was really ever in doubt. It was pretty much all Seahawks from the third quarter on. You know, maybe at the half you're kind of thinking, all right, we'll see what this game turns into. But the Seahawks in, in that Fourth in that third quarter scored their two touchdowns. 49ers did get the big busted play where uh Jamal Adams is like still looking around for a defender and Debo Samuels is not being covered by anybody. He gets the 75, 76 yard touchdown. And Jamal Adams was playing zone, I guess, when everybody else was playing man. Uh so complete busted coverage there. And, and you know, that's why I'm not kind of taking anything. I don't want to grade Trey Lance's performance in this one for the 49ers because he had the two touchdown passes. The one, I, I I almost don't even count. Like that Debo Samuel one, I don't really count. So 76 yards I take away from his passing total, and I take that touchdown away. So he finished 9 of 18 for 157 yards and two touchdowns. But really, it was more like, you know, 80 yards and one touchdown. So... Uh, Can't take much away from the Trey Lance performance. As far as the Seahawks, though, I thought they looked good, and uh, I think the Rams are in for some trouble coming up on Thursday night um, if they play the same way they played against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, maybe they learned some things from the film. Maybe they uh, break some things down this week in, in practice, but preparing on a short week now, luckily it's a familiar opponent in Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So you take that for what it is, and maybe they correct some things going into this performance. Uh, you got the Jets and Falcons in London. Um, not much to take away from, from both these teams. Uh, Zach Wilson looked good. He did. He was able to extend the play, roll out of the pocket, and find guys deep down the field. I thought that game was more about the Titans letting it get away and the Titans' offensive line being banged up, then the Jets really finding something. I think the Jets played well. They did. 
And defensively, they played well. Much better than, you know, I thought they would with the loss of Marcus May. But do I still think this is a good Jets team? No. Do I think this is a good Falcons team? No. This is a matchup of two bad teams over in London. So good luck with those, with the, with the fans there. <laughs> I'm Scott Seidenberg. More breakdown and look ahead lines coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. As we continue here, the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Scott Seidenberg, taking a, head, taking a look ahead to week five lines in the NFL and looking back on the week four Sunday performances. And we left off uh, after that London game uh, with the Jets and the Falcons. And again, Zach Wilson did look better. Um, I, I think the Jets' pass rush looked very, very good. Uh, their defense playing without Marcus May was excellent. Um, he was able, Zach Wilson was able to find some guys down the field. Uh, but I think that game more about the Titans losing than the Jets uh, winning. And I don't want to take any credit away from the Jets, but I was very disappointed in the Titans' defensive efforts. Uh, and then the Falcons, well, you know, they showed some offensive fight against Washington, but they still made a lot of the mistakes that has plagued them all season. Uh, the Eagles and the Panthers. Eagles against the Chiefs, I thought were in a bad spot because Kansas City uh, coming off the losses, and um, this was just the right spot for them. I had the Chiefs as my best bet all week, and I didn't think they would lose uh, for Andy Reid returning to Philadelphia, two and zero against the Eagles in his time with Kansas City. I think it means more to him to win. He actually uh, won his one hundredth game uh, with the Chiefs, and that means he's the first coach to win a hundred games with two teams. Just a phenomenal stat for a Hall of Fame coach in Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes lit up this Eagles defense. Um, It seemed like that the the motion plays with the underhand flips at the goal line were unstoppable. Kudos to the Eagles for fighting back and and for, you know, continuing to score late in the game. Uh, But their defense could not come up with a stop as Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns in this performance. And uh, Chiefs win 42-30. So the Eagles will now take on the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers led by RB1 Sam Darnold. (laughs) Yeah, I say running back one Sam Darnold because Darnold was, uh, you know, on a mission there running the football. You know, this team lost Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard is left not. it's, It's just not Christian McCaffrey. But Sam Darnold had two rushing touchdowns. In this game for them, he threw for over 300 yards, but he did turn the ball over twice. And defensively, the Panthers, who were tops in the league coming into this game, uh, they uh, allowed the Cowboys to run all over them. Ezekiel Elliott had a throwback performance where he ran for 143 yards and a touchdown. Um, Dak Prescott threw four touchdown passes in this game uh, as the Cowboys win 36 28. Maybe we have to start taking the Cowboys seriously as an NFC contender. More on them 
uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, but the Panthers are a three-point favorite over this Eagles team. Got to wait and see what the status is of Christian McCaffrey. If McCaffrey comes back and is able to play in this game, then yeah, I like the Panthers to turn this thing around. If McCaffrey doesn't play, this offense comes a little bit becomes a little bit one-dimensional. And uh, even as bad as bad as the Eagles' defense has been playing without Brandon Graham now for the past two games, I still don't know if the Panthers can cover this number. So we'll have to wait and see what the injury status is going into that game. The Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Bengals. The Bengals, of course, won on Thursday night against the Jaguars. The Packers, meanwhile, looked good against the Steelers, handled their business at home. Randall Cobb returning to Green Bay. He's Aaron Rodgers' safety valve, and he was again here in this performance with the third-down conversions. So uh, Rodgers and the Packers have seemed to figure it out since their opening week loss to the Saints, which looks even worse now with the way that the Saints lost that game to the Giants. But uh, I would like the Packers in that performance uh, on the road. And speaking of those Saints, Saints are a one-point favorite against Washington. I I I don't know. I don't know if I can bet the Saints. It's just I thought there was no way they were going to lose this game, the Giants. There was a lot of emotions with them returning home, playing in front of their fans for the first time since 2019. And they had this game won. They were up 21 to 10 with eight minutes left. And they lost the game. It's very rare that that happens. 28 to 10 with eight minutes left. Here's what happened from there. The Giants get the ball after a Saints punt. And Saquon Barkley goes 54 yards on a screen pass for the touchdown. Daniel Jones then rushes in a two-point conversion. And all of a sudden, after one play, it's 21-18. The Saints then hold the ball for three minutes and 50 seconds, but they punt. And they punted, uh, you know, couldn't get anything going from their own, I guess, where were they? The 46-yard line. They punted. Giants get the ball. They march all the way down the field and get the field goal with 30 seconds left in the game to tie it. 21-21. Game goes to overtime. Saints never see the ball. Giants win the toss. They They elect to receive. Giants go nine plays. 75 yards, five minutes, and score a touchdown. They win in overtime. 21-10. The Saints had the lead. They got the ball back with, where was it? Uh, Nine minutes and 24 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And they go three and out in just two minutes and kick the ball to the Giants, who get the one explosive play, make it 21-18. That's the drive that you're going to look at where they lost the game. If they have any type of extended drive there, I'm not saying they needed points, but put together a drive. I mean, you're up 21-10 with eight minutes left. Uh, You had two possessions. They had two possessions. You did not score. They scored 11 points. And so just an embarrassing loss for the New Orleans Saints. And Washington... You know, Taylor Heineke, 
give this kid credit. Uh, a lot of people wrote him off after the performance a week ago. He goes out there, passes for 290 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, he rushes for 43 yards, and Washington beats the Falcons. They improve to 2-2 two and two on the season. They'll be at home. It's a pretty good home field there. Uh, so we'll see uh, how this line moves throughout the week. The Detroit Lions, what more can you say? This offense is, th- this team is just so disappointing. There's a reason why they're winless. Happens, right? Bad teams find ways to lose. Good teams find ways to win. The Lions playing a Bears team that did absolutely nothing offensively a week ago. Same offense, Justin Fields starting. And, and, and to give the Lions some credit, it's not like the Bears did a lot offensively in this game. They scored 24 points. It was 14-0 at the half. Justin Fields, 11 of 17 passing, 209 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. David Montgomery was the big reason why the Bears had success on offense. He ran the ball for 106 yards and two touchdowns, left the game with an injury. Not sure about his status moving forward. But the Lions, they were able to move the ball down the field on the Bears. They did a good job in the first half of moving the ball down the field. But this was the first three possessions of the game for the Lions. They get the ball down to the eight-yard line. First and goal from the eight, bad snap, fumble. They turn the ball over. The next possession, they get the ball down to the five-yard line. And instead of taking the points and going down 14-3, they go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. Then they get the ball back after a punt. They march the ball all the way down to the three-yard line. And another fumble. And they turn the football over. They had the ball on the eight, the five, and the three-yard line. And they got zero points in those three possessions. And so they go into the half down 14-0 instead of possibly being up (laughs) 21-14. And uh, they lose the game 24-14. So the Lions will now go on the road to take on the Minnesota Vikings coming off of a loss. And that is a recipe for disaster for the away team for anybody playing against the Vikings because Mike Zimmer's record as a Vikings head coach is 32-15 and against the spread after a straight-up loss. Vikings will win. Vikings will cover this high line. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We will continue to look ahead to Week 5 in the NFL while looking back at Week 4 and the results. And what can we take away from these results? And also, let's give out maybe some first quarter of the season awards. All that and more coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. 
OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, 
so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zin can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zin wherever you are. Zin's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zin comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zin contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and over. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, as we continue to look ahead to the week five lines in the NFL. We'll take a look back at the week four performances for these teams and find out what, what we can expect moving forward. What can we expect from the New York football giants who now travel on the road once again to take on the Dallas Cowboys? This is a divisional rivalry matchup, and the Giants are a seven and a half point underdogs. The Giants coming off their first win of the season. They went into New Orleans in a hostile environment and they win the game outright in overtime. They come from behind. I mentioned the 21-10 score that they come from behind with eight minutes left in the game thanks to one big play. It was the big play to Saquon Barkley that allowed the uh, Giants to get themselves in position to win this football game. Now, what can we expect from the Giants moving forward in this perform in this game against the Dallas Cowboys? Well, here's what you can expect. The Giants on the road under Daniel Jones. So ever since Danny Dimes took over as the quarterback for the Giants, they are 12 and four against the spread as road underdogs. Again, let me repeat that. Under Daniel Jones, as quarterback, since he took over, which is since 2019, the Giants are now 12 and four against the spread as a road underdog. They are plus seven and a half against. Dallas Cowboys coming up next week. And the Cowboys, they looked really good against the Carolina Panthers defense. And I wonder if it's start if it's time now to start taking this Cowboys team seriously as an NFC contender. They're going to win the NFC East. They're the best team in that division. But as far as what they can do in the postseason, where do they stack up compared to the rest of the NFC? Now, as far as the NFC East division goes, the Dallas Cowboys right now, minus 250 favorites to win the NFC East. But to win the NFC, the Cowboys are your fifth favorite at plus 1,000. The Bucks are your favorite, followed by the Rams, Packers, and then Cardinals. And if there was a team that I would bet on right now, it would be the Cardinals at plus 800, more so than the Dallas Cowboys at plus 1,000. 
because the Cardinals look like a complete team right now. They look like the best team in the NFL, and that's why they're 4-0. Offensively, it's the best offense in the NFL. Defensively, they're playing well, and this performance against uh, the Rams was very impressive. So I would bet on them more so than the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not ready to go there with the Cowboys just yet because I think if they, they're going to get a home game in the playoffs by winning the division. Now that home game is going to be against a wild card team. It's going to be likely against one of the teams from the NFC West. You're telling me if it's uh, Rams going into Dallas to play that game, what would, what, what would that line be? I would certainly think that the Cowboys would be a slight home underdog. And then I don't know who I'd pick to win that game. Home dog is very interesting in the playoffs, but if it's Cowboys and Cardinals, we're going to see that game, which is very interesting. We're going to see that game on Sunday January 2nd, the Cardinals go into Dallas to face off against the Cowboys. And that could be a playoff preview. So I'm not ready to go there just yet with the Cowboys in terms of uh, their NFC futures. Uh, Right now, I'll just say that I do expect them to win the NFC East. So congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys. The 49ers will take on the Cardinals. And the 49ers, they're just in a bad spot. It's probably going to be Trey Lance's first career start because Jimmy Garoppolo's banged up. He's going to get an MRI in his calf, but he thinks that he's going to be out several weeks. So if he's out, now you have the Cardinals who solidified themselves as the best team in the NFL looking to uh, pin their ears back on defense and go after the rookie quarterback making his first career start on the road. Got to favor the Cardinals in that performance. Sunday night's going to be really interesting. Chiefs and Bills. The Bills, after, let's let's just throw that week one performance away, right? And, and boy, they wish they could do that, right? The Buffalo Bills, they lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is so hard to fathom right now when you consider how bad the Steelers have looked for the remainder of their season, like for the, the, the last couple of games. So, like, the Steelers win that game against Buffalo, And then they look terrible against the Raiders, terrible against the Steelers, and they lose to the Packers. How did the the Bills lose that football game? And they were up 10-0 going into the half in that football game. Blocked punt, though, returned for a touchdown, and the rest is history. They lose to the Steelers. But since that loss to the Steelers, when they lost 23-16, they have scored... 35, let's add this up, 83, 130, (laughs) a lot of points. They have scored, uh, I believe it is, if my math is correct, 118 to 21, 35 nothing, 43, 21, 40 nothing. Now you played against the Dolphins, you injured Tua, you knocked them out of the game, you dominated. You played against Washington. Heineke was terrible. You dominated. You played against Davis Mills, rookie, in the rain. Just a bad spot for the Stanford kid. And uh, you dominate that performance. Now you go on the road and you're facing a Chiefs team in Arrowhead. Primetime Sunday night. Chiefs that got their mojo back. 
with the dominating win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Patrick Mahomes thrown for five touchdowns in that performance. I'd be a little concerned about the Chiefs' defense because they did allow a boatload of points in this game to the Eagles, and that's kind of been their M.O. this season. So if you're looking at a defense that I like better in that game, I like the Bills' defense better in that game. Uh, We'll take a look at the rest of the games a little bit later on in the program, but coming up next, I want to get into the college football look-ahead lines because it was an exciting weekend in college football, and it's going to be an even more exciting weekend uh, coming up. Um, There's just a a boatload of of really, you know, interesting games with some lines that I I find, you know, it's not like I, I... think that they're off, but there are lines that uh, I, I definitely moved. And we could talk about the way that they moved from where uh, Circa had them in the openers to where they are now. So we'll break that down as far as, you know, especially the top 25 games that are coming up. Uh, let's Real quick, let's just get to the last game on the NFL schedule, which is the Monday night football game next week that will wrap up uh, week five, Colts and the Ravens. Got to favor the Ravens at home, especially now with their downfield passing game. Last week, Hollywood Brown dropped the touchdowns. This week, Hollywood Brown catches the touchdowns. Um, And Lamar Jackson proved that he can do it with his arm, not just his legs. I think it was his second career 300-yard passing game. Interesting moment at the end of this game. Instead of taking a knee, the Baltimore Ravens on the last play of the game had Lamar Jackson rush for five yards. And with that, the Ravens tied an NFL record with the most consecutive games rushing for over 100 yards. So uh, congratulations to the Ravens. It was weird, but uh, they did it, and it's important to them. So congratulations to them. We'll get into the college football lines coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Follow us all at Live. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7. 
or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.